one ball, one strike, went out, one run. That kid the bat and kids what he done. Hello, fitness friends. Welcome to yet another exciting Northside Croizen cast. Fork here, and with me as always, the guy who hasn't had a haircut in so long, he's starting to look like Captain Crunch, Oleg. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that everybody in the on the in the podcast world can't see this, but it's pretty epic. I got to be honest. Like, I may not get another. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you've definitely got that Cossack thing going on. Yeah, if I if I get like the the ponytail going in the back, I I look like the Sam Elliott character, except way fatter, the Sam Elliott character in uh in Big Lebowski, or whatever, or uh, in Roadhouse, right? In Roadhouse, was it Sam Elliott? Was he in Roadhouse? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we, and he had. The if you don't know who's in Roadhouse, it's clearly been too long since you've seen. <laughs> Touche. Um, but yeah, so, so so like he had that ponytail in the middle of his head, right? That kind of came down. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. That's Sam Elliott. Yeah. Uh, and, and the limp. Yeah, so we've got uh, we got some stuff to talk about this and seeing as how the season starts in in two days from the time of recording yeah. this. Who knows? Maybe it'll be and also also joining us also joining us from his underground bunker is Yeti. Yeah, it's uh, good afternoon. How's it going? Owner of his. So how many recliners do you have now? Five. <laughs> uh no just six i don't think oh, i don't think you have enough <laughs> to put them. no you should definitely have a recliner in every room yeah i agree like that's that's what i gotta do i gotta re remodel my uh remodel i i have one in the each bathroom too it's uh very effective <laughs> it's a it's a nice post poop place Sweet. to hang out <laughs> oh, i figured you'd just cut a hole in the recliner and use it as a toilet <laughs> Although I got, I got to, I got to tell you, I'm not. Uh, I don't, I don't think hanging out of bathrooms post poop. Because <laughs> I've seen. So welcome to the Northside Croizen Cast shit cast. <laughs> not that, not I, I, the first time we've discussed fecal matter in depth. I, I think yeah, it's usually a, from you. It's about an upper decker, though. It's a. It's yeah. A, it's a. Uh, it's it's our go to to start these things off. Right. Well, if we're going to talk about shit, we might as well talk about the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Segway City. So <laughs> I'll say, uh, boy, they're they're quite the uh, they'll be quite the entertainment. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is well, first of all, you know, they're in that absolute slap fight division where nobody's uh -huh. any good, but their pitching's going to keep them in games. The Cubs pitching? The pitching actually is not, yeah. The Cubs pitching is actually not terrible. I mean, you know, it all depends on uh, how often David Ross gives the ball to Dylan Maples. But other than that, I mean, the the starting pitching looks fairly solid and the bullpen looks good. So I, I will say this, uh, Fangraphs does their um, annual positional rankings, right? Where they, they mm -hmm. rank, you know, positionally. So it's all about zips or all about their projection models. Right. Zip, yeah. steamer, all that. Yeah, yeah. Then, so then they add up the, the war. The Cubs starting pitching was ranked in the lower third of the league, if not lower. Like, I want to say they were in the bottom five. And their bullpen right now is ranked 16th out of 30. Hmm. As far as projections go. 
So uh, take that for what for what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so take it for what it is, and um, yeah. So I don't know. Well, they've got they got two guys that you know are going to be good. You know, Hendricks is going to be elite, and you know Zach Davies is going to be pretty good. Yeah, and and apparently Trevor Williams and uh, Tommy uh, Tommy Cotterby are best buddies, and they're hanging out. Hey, uh, I've, got, I've got lots of friends too. Doesn't mean I can get guys out or keep the ball. <laughs> in the that's that's uh, Trevor's pitch lab. Is just to hang out with Tommy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so so we'll see how that goes. I'm not like, like I I do. Uh, I don't want to put too much faith into this pitch lab thing, and certainly Kimbrel hasn't exactly been lights out in the spring. But I I will say I sort of I don't disagree. I I don't. I think their offense is definitely what they have to lead on, right? And 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 I think all, the the thing there is that you have to count on last year being, which. Is, there's no reason not to say that, right? Like the last year may very well have been the fluke. And so, but 60 games is not insignificant either. Um, I don't know. Fucking season starts on Thursday. Let's just go and see what happens. Yeah, they'll be fine as long as Jock Peterson hits three home runs a game. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that has to happen. Jock Peterson has to break the home run record and then they'll win the Central. Yeah. Oh, look, I will say, looking at this Fangraphs rating, like I don't know why, and maybe they just, you know, are a little more conservative, but they have like Kyle Hendricks FIP in the ERA is like 4.14, 4.20. He has never put up a FIP above four. So like, yeah, why yeah. would they assume? Well, FIP that he has, right? He, I, I feel like he had, I could be wrong. Uh, no, his highest was uh, 3.88 and that was in 2017. Yeah, he's always overperformed his FIP because, well, first of all, he just doesn't strike guys out. So the FIP's going to be pretty low. But the other thing is he also doesn't walk anybody. And uh, right, he counts on that uh, on that uh, uh, soft contact, just like everybody else does, and that's fine. Um, but he'll he'll always have bad projections, right? I mean, at some point, mm-hmm. it's just a computer, right? It's not like it's a human. Yeah, computer. there's something to be said for it. Um, maybe he'll eventually, you know, fall apart. Who knows? But uh, I don't have like there's no there's no reason to expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the projections are right. He's, he's not, he's getting older. And so I could, I can understand, yeah. I can understand why the projections are a little bit lower on him, but he's always so overperformed them that it doesn't matter. Oh God. He's 31 years old. Shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Six years this now. is what is seventh or eighth yeah, season yeah. of the big leagues. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he came up in 14. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was 31 right like you know just seems like yesterday that he was a young pup we all were yesterday yeah right <laughs> but uh man yeah I, just... I mean the guy i'm probably the most pessimistic out of the current starting five is arietta i just don't i'm not feeling good about jake arietta yeah the one, the one thing that's going to be interesting, though, is um, I've read a bunch of different articles about uh, Phillies pitchers and pitch usage. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden Jake Arrieta, I, I mean, you'd have to be absolutely delusional to think you're going to get 2015 or 2016 Jake Arrieta. Yeah, but, but I'll think between last year and 2016. What's that? I'll think somewhere in between. Like, he doesn't have to be as mm-hmm. bad as he was last year. 
Yeah. Well, last year he was also hurt. Yeah. But, you know, if it turns out that the biggest problem and, you know, when the Cubs got him from Baltimore, that was the thing with him in Baltimore is his they changed his pitch, pitch usage and they he went a lot heavier with his slider when he came to the Cubs. Yeah. The Orioles didn't want him throwing it. So it could be one of these things where, you know, just teams get guys and especially you get a guy like Jake Arrieta, who's a proven winner and you, you put $25 million a year into the guy. I would think, you know, try to stick with what works. <laughs> and, but we'll see what part of, part of the problem is also the decline in, in velocity, obviously, but I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they do in this pitch lab, but whatever, maybe if they, if they pump them in would they pump in uh, Dave Duncan juice, that'll be fine too. <laughs> so. yeah i'm waiting for i'm waiting for uh duncan to become a special consultant down on the south side and <laughs> you know and all of a sudden every white Sox pitcher comes out looking like john cena <laughs> uh i had this uh, i had this uh, argument with a buddy of mine about P- you argue never <laughs> about peds and he was sure that Greg Maddox never took a PED in his life, right? And I'm like, how do you know? Right? How do you know? Right? The whole point is that it's that, and it all started with this idea. I had this arthritic um, uh, flare-up in my in my foot, and so I got steroids to help it. Right? It, it stops it, it stops the inflammation like a day. It was gone. Like it was it was incredible. So I'm like, how do you know that that Greg Maddox never got hurt? These are pitchers who who the inflammation in their shoulders and elbows has got to be like, you know, spinning that ball that it's, it, it just has to cause some, a shitload of that. How do you know that he never took steroids to help with the inflammation? Just well, because, because not all steroids are created equally. No, not, you know, the, the steroids that are banned in major league baseball are anabolic steroids that are specifically designed to boost testosterone production. Sure. But, and, well, you know, if you take, if you've got asthma, you take a albuterol inhaler, that's a, that's a steroid, but you know, you could use an asthma puffer all you want. It's not going to help you in the gym. No, no. Right. But that's the point, right? If, if it, if it helps take care of the, in, the inflammation, right. And then, so therefore you are able to go out and continue on your throwing program, continue to go out every fifth day. Right. It's, it's the argument that I make about, Hey, uh, you know, before Tommy John, Pitchers would hurt their elbows and they'd be and they'd be done after Tommy John. They're able to. Is that an advantage? Or Babe Ruth never, you know, never, never, never stayed in a hotel with air conditioning. All of a sudden, in the 1960s, players stayed in hotels with air conditioning. Is that an advantage? Does that mean we have to discount those guys? I think you're you're making a bigger thing out of this than it should be. I mean, well, everybody should be in. Like, the I whole, mean, whole thing. but anyway. You know, by your logic, if a, if a ball player's got a headache and he takes a couple of aspirin, the headache goes away, he plays better. Therefore, aspirin's a PED. I mean, I, I just don't have any problems with it. I'm, I'm, I'm arguing that I don't, I don't have any problems with, with, with PEDs. Oh, look, man. You, my personal feeling is, you know, I understand the bad, the bad part of having steroids in baseball is if you're in the major league, you, you, you bring back the Sammy Sosa's and the Mark McGuire's and guys like that. 
and you'll have an entertaining product at the big league level and it'll be awesome. And everybody loves, you know, everybody can sit there and be on their high horse now and they can eat shit because people fucking loved when Sosa was hitting 500 foot yeah. home runs. But the problem then becomes if guys at the big league level are juicing, then the way to get to the big leagues when you're in the minors is to juice, which then means the way to get drafted to get into the minors is to juice. No, I got it. So, you know, by, by the time all is said and done, you've got teenage kids that are, you know, fucking up their bodies because they're, they're juicing to build muscle before they've had their complete skeletal development. Yeah, so, I get it. I mean, it's, it's, but I, I don't know. Hey, it's, looks like, looks like Welsh internet finally caught up with us. Frozen in time. I see that. <laughs> I think he's got to throw, throw another log on the peat bog fire to get the internet going. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Oh, there, go. there he is. There he is. Oi. You're on mute too. What on earth has happened to Oleg? Why? <laughs> he looks like Captain Crunch, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, hey, Oleg stays does. crunchy, even in milk. Sorry, boys. I'm, I'm sure I've, I've disturbed a, a vital conversation about something fascinating. Yeah, we can move on to something else. We can move on to You're that. about Blake DeWitt. Yeah. Blake yeah. DeWitt. Yeah, we're talking about Blake DeWitt and how much better he would have been with steroids. It'd have been better with pretty much anything, I think, other than whatever it was he was doing. Blake to a DNA. <laughs> yeah. We should we should uh we should uh um pulverize Blake the wit and put him into the vaccines. <laughs> yeah, you run the risk of infecting people with Blake DeWitt then though. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have COVID than Blake DeWitt. Oh god, every time. <laughs> Speaking of which, we should uh, give our best wishes to our good friend CT and my uh, my partner on the other podcast that I do. He got out of the hospital yesterday uh, after being in for a few days with COVID. No, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> hospital. Holy shit. Yeah. His O2 levels dropped pretty significantly last week, and he went in and he came home yesterday. Well, perhaps that'll finally stop him just licking things. You know, he just walks like... around everywhere he goes. He licks anything that stands still long enough. Anything he can see, he'll lick, basically. And perhaps this will finally cure him of that. Tonker, it's like asking a butterfly to stop flying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is now that he's had it, right? He's got the antibodies, so he may not. He may be safe, so he can lick with impunity. He can lick things again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world is his popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So, so what else do you guys want to talk? Anything else going on this week? Have you Eric already Sogard discussed sucks. the whole let's, of the Cubs in fifteen? Let's minutes. talk about Eric Sogard and how much he fucking sucks and how he should not be on a major league roster. <laughs> Let alone one that had the opportunity to have Nico Horner instead. Well, he'll. he'll I, I feel like Sogard's going to last about till mid-May, and then he'll be gone, and everything, the world will be fine again. Has oh, so he made the roster? Definitely, has he? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. They. So, uh, yeah. He, he made the Cubs, <clears> and they <throat> sent Nico Horner to the minor league camp, whatever they're calling it. 
until probably modeling I camp, playing. I guess. And uh, yeah, he, you know, he has 32 days. If he spends 32 days in the minors, at that point, the Cubs get another year of service time. Yeah, I don't think, I, I don't know that it's. I don't think that that's really the motivation. You know, like the plan last year was to have, I mean, in 2019, he came up at the end of the year because of injuries and he had never even played triple A ball at all. And I think the plan last year before COVID was to have him go down to triple A for at least half a season and just play every day and get a look at minor league pitching and keep developing. But because of COVID that opportunity didn't really present itself. They didn't want to just have him sitting in South Bend playing scrimmages every day. Well, and, but, but even this year, the season, the minor league seasons aren't uh, getting started for a little while. They start at the beginning of May. Yeah. So like I said, he'll get a couple weeks of at-bats against AAA pitching and then he'll be back and then we'll never have to speak of Eric Sogard again. Much like well, although, you know, in spring training, you can argue they just had a month of at-bats against minor league pitching and, you know, he was, he was about what you'd expect. He was red hot for a while, then he was ice cold for a while, then he got red hot again. But, you know, Eric Sogard, I don't care how good a spring Eric Sogard has. You know, you can look at his record and you can see what you're going to get out of Eric Sogard. Yeah, absolutely. He's not going to surprise you because he's never surprised no. anybody. No, he's <clears throat> not going to suddenly turn into Ryan Sandberg. No. He'll, I mean, he's not going to be catastrophic out there. He's nearly fine. Do we? Do we need to <laughs> nearly fine? <laughs> we need to look at that Blake to wake up again. Oh, it, they look too much alike. Aside from the fucking stupid glasses, which can't judge, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Eric. So yeah, like if if he played if he played thirty years ago, we'd be calling him shitty Chris Sabo. Huh. You could still call him shitty Chris Sabo. Yeah, let's do that. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Motion motion proposed. Second. Aye. Those in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, good. excellent. So, there we go. Eric Sogard, uh, from now on, is shitty Chris Sabo. <laughs> Have we figured out who Jimmy Bodhole is yet? It, uh, so, I've seen a bit of a discussion about this on the uh, on the Slack today. Yeah. For those who uh, don't then, know, for those who don't know, no, we do no, designate. No, we don't need to. We Just do designate a we designate a Jimmy butthole every year, and uh, it's basically how much longer have we got left on this podcast? Because it could be a lot, <laughs> this could take up most of the rest of it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably more valuable. Even than we're not entirely sure what a Jimmy butthole is. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. there is still there is ongoing discussion about what constitutes a Jimmy butthole. So, so Fort, go ahead. What's the well? My feeling is it's your nondescript bench guy, like, you know, the guy who's basically got one foot already on the DFA list. Um, mm. And it can be a middle infielder or a spare outfielder. It cannot um, be? It can be. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like know, it's also got to be a guy that also contributes something. Like, he has to, like, yeah, yeah. have some sort of minor cult status where people kind of love him, but he's still kind of shitty. Like, if Ryan yeah. Terrio was a was never a starter, right? If Ryan Terrio was a bunch guy. Oh, yeah. Ryan, oh, yeah, Ryan Terrio started, he was the starting shortstop when the Cubs but, won the division. 
Yeah, he was in if he wasn't. Like Ryan Terrio had that cult status, but also the shittiness. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, Mike Fontenot was an excellent Jimmy Butthole until Lou Pinella made him a starter. Yep. Well, uh, well the Cubs had the Cubs had like for three or four years, um, back when back before they got good, when they when they were still sucking. Um, the Cubs had um, a, a string of really good Jimmy Butthole fourth outfielders. Yeah. Sheerholtz. Yeah, right. Sheerholtz, Sheerholtz, classic Jimmy Butthole. Oh, yeah. He was he was pretty mm-hmm. much the embodiment of the Jimmy Butthole. He could be, he he could be a... the, the, the kind of the, the, um, the uber Jimmy Butthole. The... Like the, the model that all Jimmy Butthole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Chris Coughlin was uh, Jimmy Butthole after him, I know. Mm-hmm. No, no, you see, I take issue with Chris Coughlin because he's, he's just too shiny. He's too pretty. He's too shiny. He's, <laughs> you've got to be. You've got to be not ugly, but you've got to be. You've definitely got to be gritty, and Cochran well, wasn't gritty. You probably need to have a stubble. Well, there has to yeah, be right, a yeah. grit and uh, a grit and a cult status, right? Like it's got to be like like Tony uh, Campana, weirdo guy with the helmet in the, in the dugout. Oh God. Oh, um, sixteen. Who are we talking about? Herrera? Yeah, Herrera. Yeah. Jonathan Herrera with the Jonathan rubber Herrera. helmet. Like, like, I think, I feel like he was a good Jimmy Butthole, right? Like, when he played, he'd get his uniform dirty, but he never played because why would you ever play him? Yeah, uh, well, or to- Tony Campana, also excellent yes, Jimmy Butthole. No, 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 no. Jimmy, no, again, far too shiny. It's got to be a journeyman. He has to have been to at least six clubs before he gets to the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they has to have a five o'clock shadow at eleven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the problem with well, Sogard's got the beard, but Sogard definitely has enough <laughs> stickers on his suitcase to qualify. Yeah, but um, I don't know that Sogard's. And gonna... I think Matt Matt Duffy just sucks too much. Matt Duffy's fine, and he's still better than Sogard. Yeah, yeah, like Matt Duffy would be the Jimmy Butthole for me because I actually think he might last the year. Like I think Sogard's gone gone in mid May once Horner's back. Yeah, I think your Jimmy Butthole has to has to last one year of a two year contract and then be just yeah, jettisoned. Well, none of these guys yeah. are getting your contracts, right? <laughs> so I think that there's, um, yeah. So I don't know. I like, think, well, they get a year and an option, and there's no danger of the option ever getting picked up. You know, is there, right? Is there any chance that a bullpen guy can be Jimmy Butthole? No, 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 no. no you can't be. You can't have a Jimmy Butthole picture for God's sake, Oleg. I'm just, it's just a on, ridiculous man. idea, honestly. What a fucking stupid idea! Jesus, it's like fucking. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like he hasn't block. even been involved at any point in the Jimmy Butthole discussions. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus, did you just fucking roll off the turnip truck? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You can picture you Jimmy Butthole together, buddy. Oh, you're on notice. <sighs> I'm sickened, <laughs> sickened by that. <laughs> I mean, how likely is Mraznik? I mean, I've... ah, long hair. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm got not, that, that majestic that... flow. Yeah, I'm not also, sure. You by can... the way, I think that disqualifies you. Apparently, his thirtieth birthday today. So, not oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday mate! Happy birthday to better Albert Elmora. <laughs> like I think Mraznik is. Uh, I I I would just assume Mraznik be Jimmy Butthole than. I mean, I think it comes down to Marisnik or Duffy. If Marisnik gets a haircut, he's a shoe-in. Why? Well, oh, yeah. The haircut has to do with it. You can't have a long hair, Jimmy Butthole. You just can't. 
No, it's those, too those, pretty. Those are the too pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you have long hair on this podcast, you're very pretty. That happens. That's true on this podcast, but <laughs> like, what's the? I don't understand why that. Oleg, I don't make the rules, mate. This is just. Jesus, Oleg! Come on, <laughs> pictures and then guys with hair. For goodness' sake, ideally, your Jimmy Butthole has got male pattern baldness. It's, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. You definitely, you know, if his cap comes off when he's running for a ball, you've got to have a glare. Yeah. All right, so, so, so I guess it's Matt Duffy. That's who is Matt Duffy. Is that even his first name? Matt? Might be. It is. <laughs> None of us knows what his first name is. <laughs> it, it, it is. I'm not even sure his agent knows. Sad dude Duffy. <laughs> I'm not sure his I, mom knows. If you have to look up the first name, that automatically makes it Jimmy Butthole. Yeah, even, that, even, that makes even his mom, his mom calls him Mr. Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should uh, we should tweet us Bob to call him Jimmy Butthole. <laughs> so is that it? Has it been decided? Duffy's butthole. Duffy's uh, butthole sounds like an Irish bar. No, no, Duffy is butthole. I do feel like you've made the rule to make it more likely that it's uh, Eric Sogard than Matt Duffy. Well. The, the, the problem with Eric Sogard, too, is the whole episode with his wife on social media and vaccines and all that, where he's, you know, there's a little bit too much jag offery for him to be a true Jimmy butthole. See, that's the thing. Like, I knew that there was something that, that made me not like him. And I thought that he had a bit of that, uh, of that Andy LaRoche gene in him, right? Uh, with, the, with the going to, with the... With the uh, Adam. Adam LaRoche. Who did I say? Andy. Andy, Andy LaRoche was a guy too, right? I think so. No, you're thinking of Lyndon LaRoche, the guy who always ran for president. <laughs> I, dude, I, I will never get sick of reading about uh, LaRouche's ever. Like it's, it's, it's probably my, my single favorite Chicago politics. Like, oh, like, it, it wasn't Chicago. I mean, when I worked in, when I lived in New York and I worked as a messenger, I used to revel in seeing the LaRouche's on the street and I would just go fuck with them for about 10 minutes. And then, aren't they? They're not, uh, but isn't he, doesn't, is, doesn't he's he have... based in Chicago, yeah, but okay. there were LaRouche's everywhere. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. I've got that. I've got it right. So uh, yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite things to read about like old timey. I mean, old timey, it's gotta be from the eighties politics, right? Seventies and eighties. That's so much fun. But um, the eighties so- is 40 years ago. I think that's old timey enough. All right, you don't, to, you don't have to attack us, but uh, I do think that. Um, so there was a little bit of that kind of, you know, the Jesus freak going to uh, rescue um, women who were trafficked and all that, like all that bullshit, right? Like that yeah. was all into. And hey, speaking of which, with the pandemic, has anybody checked in on the dude on State Street with the microphone and loudspeaker? Oh, about Cristiano raping his wife, that dude. Yeah, no, there's one dude on, he's been on State Street forever telling people they're going to hell. Oh, I mean, I don't need him to tell people. No, who needs somebody on State Street to tell you that? Right. I mean, that's State Street's far away from me. Yeah. It's well, kind it's of, it's really it's far away from me. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I, I've always said the one thing about hell is there will be no need for name tags. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. You know, so like, I, I, when I, each of, when each of us show up, the rest are going to ask what took you so long. So back to Sogard. <laughs> Speaking of going oh, up, really? Right. I thought we were done with that asshole. Well, I do. I do want to. I just want to. I want to make Jesus sure. Jesus, Oleg. 
I want to make sure that I have understanding. And Jesus sure. is a perfectly fine nickname for me. I want to say that, um, like, I want to make sure that I'm understanding why I don't like him already. What are you throwing? I want to make sure that I that, that, that I don't like him for the right reasons. So he had his wife as an anti-vaxxer. Is that what I'm hearing? And she was flipping her shit on social media, yeah. All right, well, fuck him then. Done. And she didn't even give you a catchy, I feel alive. I will not hear a word said against Juliana's O'Brist. Well, that song, that song was, was still takes me back to 2016. I mean, it's a good song. I have, I have, I genuinely, I have that song in my main sort of everyday Spotify playlist. And when it comes on, I enjoy it. So fuck you guys. It's kind of, it's kind of how I feel about Chelsea's dagger, frankly. I mean, See, for the Chelsea Hawks. Dagger doesn't do it for me like Holiday Road does, just because it that is a, of a specific place and time. Was that that was the 2010 stand up? Right? That was 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2010. We hadn't started doing victory anthems yet. Oh, okay. Did we ever figure out what actually happened there with the the Hoso Brist thing? No, did, no. Did she she cheat on him? Do we think? Was there something about no that? Idea. On... I feel like she we... Cindy Samberg. I feel like you guys don't care about this. This is you know. This is important stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Well, I just did, and I was, you know, <laughs> roundly poo-pooed. I don't. I don't have <laughs> well, look, all, all I'm saying is, poo-pooing going you know, on. D- Dave Martinez left the Cubs right after they split up. What I'm saying. Did uh, have you ever seen her in a corn cob dress? Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, she might save the corn cob dress for special occasions. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess this is where we're at with the Cubs team. We uh, we're, we're more than happy to talk about. Uh, Do we have we talked about Jake yet? A little bit, but we could a little bit. I mean, we could always double just, back. Do you just talk about how how fantastic he looks? Does he? You'd like, you'd like to give him a cuddle? Did you talk about that yet? Oh, I would definitely go outer spoon on Jake. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a man's man, isn't he? Huh? He's an example he for us all, I think. Uh, yeah. has, so, so somebody uh, enlighten me. How has he looked this spring? Not um, bad, actually. Well, he got, yeah, he got his shit wrecked last time out, but it was oh, one did he? time. Okay, he's I, looked I missed pretty that. solid other than that. I mean, oh, I yeah, saw him, him shortly before that. He was, his, his DRA was under three. I guess yeah, it's yeah. not anymore, but it was. Can I have uh can I can I have some faith that uh and, and no I don't think so to be honest. I think he's I mean he hasn't been good since he left the Cubs. He's been he's been okay since he left the Cubs. Well Fork will and be, uh, I don't see any reason for that to roll back at this point. Well Fork will be the first to say that in his scouting he uh he understands that the um that the Phillies don't do a very good job of uh of pitch calling and, and the pitch mix. So there might be something to that. Of course, you know, you have the uh, you have the example of Nick Pavetta going to the Red Sox and still sucking. No, no. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it, if you if you if you actually suck, then it doesn't matter what pitches get called, does it? Right. But if you you know, I I can imagine if you were good and you're getting bad pitches called, that would make you suck. Potentially. But if you're bad, then you're going to suck whatever gets called. Okay. So you can't you can't draw any conclusions, I don't think. 
Okay. Right. Well, you know, with both, uh, with both Arietta and with Strope, when they were with Baltimore, they weren't, they weren't allowed to throw the slider as much as they wanted to. They came to the Cubs and both became outstanding pitchers. Yeah, Strope's done, isn't he? He, uh, he, he was a little Not bit really. behind. He came to camp late, and then that whole nonsense with eating a horse head. Um, for sorry for a minute there, I thought you said that whole nonsense with eating a horse head, Frank. He <laughs> did it, well that too, maybe I don't know. But yeah, there was what, the picture of him he, and his. What did he use? Uh, there was a picture of him and uh, I can't remember the other two players, there, but they were out in violation of COVID protocol, and there was a cooked horse's head on the table. Go read Dolan's last newsletter. I think he goes. No, I, don't, I don't think I want to read about this, to be honest. I think I, 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 I'm wondering how Tonker is looking right now. What is why? And I, I mean, I live in a country where horse is eaten. I mean, we we, we eat horse. We, you can go to the supermarket, you can go to any supermarket, and buy horse salami. Right? Why would you buy horses when you have kangaroos right there? I know. <laughs> Look, you can't. I can't be Welsh and Australian. You can't have it both ways. Why not? Guys. We, we have, we can have it both ways. You literally have it both ways. <laughs> anyway, I live in a country where we eat horse, but even I would raise an eyebrow at a, an entire fucking horse's head. That's that's some fucking weird tapas, honestly. I didn't. I had. I had no idea that that was a thing. This is how little I. I've. I've. I paid attention to stuff. You know, stats-wise, but I have no idea what the fuck is going on. That is incredible to me. Whatever. Were they, were they eating the horse's head? Who's um, It looked like it had been eaten. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, did they not have fucking chicken nuggets on the menu? Well, apparently not. Yeah. Who knows where they were? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had uh, a pig uh, pig head? Oh god, yeah. Pig's cheek is one of the most yeah. delicious things you can put in your mouth. Oh yeah, um, the Bohemians make a sausage called Jets out of pig jowl. Oh, the and uh, if you make a if you make an authentic carbonara, then guanciale is um, is pig's cheek. Oh, that's the meat they use in, a, in a, an authentic Roman um, carbonara. One of the Cuban joints down here by me does a uh, pig roast every Thursday night. All YOBs would bring the six pack and sit down, and I always end up asking them for the for the pig. Yeah, I, I just put the the newsletter from Dolan. It was actually out on March eighth, where he has the picture of Pedro Strope with the. Uh... I had paused the recording for a second, and I'm not sure when I did it. So. <laughs> Great. So, so basically, we have the Watergate tapes here. <laughs> so, I think that's uh, that is the most comprehensive uh, rundown of the of the, the Cubs that we could possibly have done for our listeners in yeah. the last however many minutes that was since. Right, right. It was. It Oleg was, paused the fucking recording. You was filled with shit. Oleg, I, I, I'm really, I'm really impressed with the advanced analytics you brought to the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> you should. You heard me talk about the salary cap. Yeah, you are our salary cap expert. Yeah, I mean, there's no salary cap in baseball, but why? Are you okay, dude? There is. 
Wait. There is a salary cap. I mean, everybody's using the luxury tax as a salary cap. It's true. It's bullshit. By the way, apparently, uh, over even despite the pandemic, uh, the value of baseball teams has gone up again, and mm-hmm. the Cubs value. The Cubs are now the fourth, uh, the fourth highest valued franchise in baseball, and they're up to almost four billion dollars of worth. Four billion dollars. Like per mm-hmm. franchise, that's not for the top four. That's for each. Yeah, the Yankees are like six billion. Fuck me. Yeah, that's insane. So, that's yeah. completely. On what basis is that? Is is the franchise worth four billion? Ask Forbes. Forbes. I mean, um, I, I mean, I know what I know. Stuff. What basis that the, the, they value that at four billion? Of course, I know what basis they value that at four billion, and that is the the, the um, somebody's estimation of the. Uh, current value of all future earnings, and the but fucking hell, that tells you something about just how profitable baseball is. Exactly, exactly. So fuck so, and, and, and and granted, they lost money last year. <clears throat> they didn't. Oh, cry me a fucking river. Boo hoo hoo exactly. hoo hoo. Exactly. Exactly. That's my fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, I mean that's that's Jesus. That's 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 obscene. That's obscene. We got time for that. Is what do we got? Three and a half minutes. All right. Who is going to be the first player to get traded from the Cubs when the deadline looms? Get traded from the Cubs at the deadline. I assuming that he has anything like a decent season and i have to say that is not a given assuming he has anything like a decent season it will be kb i am i'm going to go in the other direction um i am going to predict that the cubs will be adding at the deadline instead of subtracting and i wouldn't doubt if they traded somebody like, say, Braylon Marquez for, say, Raciel Iglesias for the stretch run. Hmm. <laughs> well, I admire your optimism. Okay, I don't think they're trading Braylon Marquez for anybody. I, I, I Not I, even Yadier Molina. <laughs> Something like that. I'm not suggesting that it'll be Marquez, but it, you know, one of the top prospects, either Brennan Davis or or Ed Howard or somebody like that. And it probably won't be Ed Howard because he's a he's he's a local kid. But I wouldn't doubt if they if they if they traded somebody or or maybe even somebody like Nico Horner. If they're going to add, and and I think, like I said, the idea being they're going to add at the deadline to make a run. Yeti. Um, Cameron, maybe no, fuck like, um, maybe <laughs> butthole. Yeah, I uh, throw a flyer out there and say Wilson. Yeah, he's he's second on my list. I think there's a there is definite possibility that that happens. Uh, yeah, especially if Amaya really steps <laughs> up in camp. Yeah, I think you fuckers don't have enough faith. Cynical. Um, Yeah, and you know the other thing. Well, we don't have time to talk about it now. We could talk about it next time, which would be, uh, you know, will the Cubs work during the season at trying to get any extensions done? Because 
not extending Anthony Rizzo would be an absolute debacle. It's already a debacle. I know, but you know, it's it's a fixable debacle at this point. Yeah. I've got an extension for Anthony Rizzo. All right, all right. Let's As see. do we all. And on that note, on that Ford, note, thank Ford, you all. Did you give us your guy? Really quick. Uh, I said oh, Contreras, yeah. especially if uh, if Amaya steps up. In oh, the that mic. was that was oh, your yeah, guy. Yeah, was okay. You were agreeing. Okay. Oh, my okay. guy. Yeah. Three votes all for right. Contreras. One for KB and one stupid waffle about the guys right. being good this year. So, all right. So, thank you all very much for listening, and uh, fuck you, Huey. Yeah, fuck you, Huey. Fuck him. Hard. See you later, boys. All right.